say good morning. And good morning to each of you on the prayer call. This is the day that our Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Yes, he is holy, our Lord God Almighty. Hallelujah. He is Adonai, our Lord God Almighty. He is El Shaddai. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And we thank you, Father. We thank you, Jesus, for who you are. I love that that song that was played holy. And even the song that was played before that one, what a beautiful name it is. Jesus, you were the word at the beginning, one with God, the Lord most high. Hallelujah. What a beautiful name, the name of Jesus Christ, our King, our Lord. Hallelujah. And we bless you today. Hallelujah. Let's just enter in right there with a prayer of thanksgiving, just thanking you, Lord, for who you are. Your wonderful name, Jesus, the name that is above all names, the name of which every knee must bow and every tongue must confess that Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ, Jesus, you, O Lord, there is none beside you, God. And we worship you. We adore you, God. We love you, Adonai. We bless your holy name. We thank you for who you are. You are Jehovah. You are Yahweh. You are our God. Father, you are Elohim. You are our mighty creator, the creator of all the universe. Hallelujah. You formed us. The entire universe, the earth, the fullness, and there they are. Everything in it was formed by your hands, God. We thank you, God. You are El Elyon, the most high God. There is none beside you. None can compare to you. None can compare to you, Father. And we thank you. Thank you for who you are. Thank you for the blood of Jesus. Thank you, dear God. You are our banner, Jehovah Nisi. Hallelujah. You watch over us. Hallelujah. Jehovah Sabaoth. You are the Lord of hosts. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Thank you, Father. And you are with us, Jehovah Shammah. And we bless you today. We bless you, Almighty God. We bow before you, Father. Holy Spirit, lead and guide us. Speak through our devotion leader this morning. Speak through our prayer leader this morning in the name of Jesus. 
Build your house. Do what you want to do, Father. Make us and mold us in what you would have us to be. We yield to you. Holy Spirit, have your way. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Let me introduce you to our team that's lined up this morning. We are ready, ready for the appointment that God has ordained for us this morning. My name is Sister Charlene Tuckerson. I'm your facilitator. The angels that are of our house, the leaders at New Destiny are Bishop C. Carl Smith and Pastor Adrian Smith. We say good morning to you. We bless you in the name of the Lord. Our prayer call controller this morning is Sister Kemma Joseph. We bless you, Sister Kemma, in the name of Jesus. And we thank God for you. Our devotion leader this morning is Sister Janice Allen. We say good morning to you, Sister Janice. How are you doing this morning? Good morning, my sister, and to everyone on the call. I'm doing great. How are you? I am I'm doing great, too. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And our prayer requests and any praise reports that have been submitted will be offered up by Minister Helena Marty. Good morning, Minister Helena. How are you doing today? Good morning. I am doing great as well. God is so faithful. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Faithful. Thank you, Father. Thank you for your faithfulness and your compassions that are new every morning. Every morning we can reach up and grab new compassions every day. Amen. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you, Minister Helena. Let, without further ado, let's move into our devotion. Sister Janice, we're ready for you. Thank the Lord. And I thank God for this opportunity to give to us because it's coming to me first, this devotion, it's so awesome. Our devotion topic for this morning is appointed on the right track to build. Appointed on the right track to build. And our lesson is found in Acts 9, 1 through 9, and then Ephesians 4 and 16. That's Acts 9, 1 through 9, Ephesians 4 and 16. In Acts 9, starting at verse 1, it says, During those days, Saul, full of anger, threats, and rage, wanted to murder the disciples of the Lord Jesus. So he went to ask the high priest and request a letter of authorization he could take to the Jewish leaders in Damascus, requesting their cooperation in finding and arresting any who were followers of the way. Saul wanted to capture all of the believers he found, both men and women, and drag them as prisoners back to Jerusalem. So he obtained the authorization and left for Damascus. Just outside the city, a brilliant light flashed, flashing from heaven suddenly exposed all around him. Falling to the ground, he heard a booming voice say to him, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? 
The men accompanying Saul were stunned and speechless, for they heard a heavenly voice, but could see no one. Saul replied, Who are you, Lord? I am Jesus, the victorious, the one you are persecuting. Now get up and go into the city where you will be told what you are to do. Saul stood on his feet, and even though his eyes were open, he could see nothing. He was blind. So the men had to take him by the hand and lead him into Damascus for three days. For three days, he didn't eat or drink and couldn't see a thing. Now we see and we look at what Saul had done, and he dragged and beat and and killed the people of God. And some would think or some would say he deserved to die, and how could God let him live after committing such a violent act against God and his people? Don't save him, God. Let him go to Hades. Let him go to hell. But God cares. God cares more about what he called us to do than the things we've done in our past. God's purpose for us in this earth is far greater than what we think of ourselves or what we've done. The Father can take the worst of us, the worst of who we would be, turn it around, Give us an appointment and set us on the right track to build, to build his house, to build his kingdom, to make us who he called us to be. And don't don't allow yourself to get in the way of his purpose for you. You have been appointed by God. Being appointed by God means you are chosen by God and given the grace to complete the task he called you to. It's by God's grace. It's God's special endowment for your task bestowed by God to get the job done, to fulfill his call on your life. You're going to get the job done. You're going to accomplish God's plan because he is God working in you to get it done. Of his good pleasure, he places us in the body. He's gifted you. He's graced you and called you to do it. It pleases God that we trust him and do it in him, by him and through him. It's a serious appointment. Don't be afraid to trust God in his call for your life. He knew all about what would happen before it happened. He knew about all the mistakes and the mishaps. It never meant he didn't call you. It, But what it does mean is that all, all, A-L-L, say that with me, please, all, yes, all, every detail, all things work. In all things, God, all things together, all matters, everything. And I'm going to complete those words in the um, scripture, Romans 8, 28 and 29. The Passion Translation says, 
So we are convinced that every detail, there's that word all, that's what all means. Every detail of our lives is continually woven together for good, for we are his lovers who have been called to fulfill his designed purpose, for he knew all about us before we were born, and he destined us from the beginning to share the likeness of his son. That this means the son is the eldest among a vast family of brothers and sisters who will become just like him. All, A-L-L, it speaks to everything in our present, our future, and past. God will use and cause it to work for the good of those who love him, who have been called to fulfill his designed purpose. Now, Jeremiah, he's a prophet that was called of God. He was very, very young. He was a teenager. Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 5 in the message translation says, before I shaped you, this is God speaking to Jeremiah, before I shaped you in the womb, I knew all about you. Before you saw the light of day, I had holy plans for you, a prophet to the nations. That's what I had in mind for you. But Jeremiah was struggling with the call because it wasn't comfortable for him and it made him cry a lot. And so he was struggling with the call and God reminded him, I knew you, I shaped you, I knew all about you before this day came, before you saw the light of it. And he had holy plans. And this is what God is conveying to us. It It's him that's setting in motion those things that he called us and purposed us to do here in the earth. Galatians 3 and 28 says, and we no longer see each other in our former state, Jew or non-Jew, rich or poor, male or female, because we're all one through the union with Jesus Christ. So we don't have a right to look at our past. We can't look at our age, our culture, our education. And I don't believe that Joseph, in all that he went through, that he had planned all those years alone without his natural father, Jacob, because of what his brothers did, and who some wanted to kill and and end up being sold into slavery. I don't think he, he planned for that. I don't think he chose that. But everything Joseph went through, God promoted him. He went from slavery to the head jailer. He went from the head jailer to the governor. Joseph's call was not in a church sector, but in rulership and governing the lives of his people in the time of famine. And God saved the people because of the way he used Joseph. But God showed Joseph all that uh, at this. He showed him at a very early age, and that's what angered his brothers because, you know, it was like this is dad's favorite and, you know, we just want to get rid of him. He's just, you know, one of those tattletales. And all that Joseph went through, that all of that was being uh, creating him to become who God had destined him to be all along. 
And I don't believe that we, the people of God, as the people of God, plan all that led up to where we are now. But it helped to mold us to be who God called us to be. And we can't choose, we can choose to be bitter or we can choose to be better for it. For me, I'm grateful for all that could have happened, that did happen, that was catastrophe, catastrophic, and leading up to where I am now because I absolutely, it absolutely, all of it drove me into the arms of the everlasting God, the irresistible arms of our Lord Jesus. It caused me to be close to him. It drew me to him. It caused me to call out to him. And because he's made me his, I'm his daughter. You're his daughters and his sons. And he counted us worthy to walk with him through this because he has purpose. There are others who are waiting There are others who are longing for the answers that God put in us for them, for help, for those that have the answers to help those that are waiting. We need to be in position and allow that call to be one that pleases God, that we would be in position to help and get on the right track. That's the position, is to be on the right track so that we can build. Father, we give you glory and honor this morning for your word that causes us to walk in the newness of life that revives, restores, replenishes. Father, I thank you that the blood of Jesus removes every stain, every care, Lord God. The blood of Jesus causes us to walk in the victory you called us to, and so we give you the glory for it all. And, Lord God, let your will be done. Let your kingdom come in our lives this day. In Jesus' name we pray and give you thanks. Amen. Amen. Sister Charlene. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Sister Janice. That was a very, very good, awesome word. Amen. Many are waiting on us. Many are waiting on you. You. Yes, you. Are you on the right track for your appointment? Amen. You are appointed. Appointed to build. Thank you. Thank you again, Sister Janice. Minister Helena, we're ready for you. Saints, let's stand together in agreement. In agreement. We know that God commands the blessing in unity. And and if two of us agree here on earth as touching anything that we ask, it shall be done of our Father in heaven. So we know that every petition that we've asked for this morning and that Minister Helena will bring forth, If we stand in agreement believing, the petition shall be granted. Minister Helena, we're ready. Thank you, Sister Shalina. Thank you, Sister Janice. Yes, yes, many are waiting for us in the community, communities in Pittsburgh and also in Oakland. And so let us all get together and pray together for our church. For as we can see, God is doing something new among us. And we need to really pay attention and watch what he's doing and rely on him in the mighty name of Jesus. 
So, Father God, we thank you so much this morning. We thank you for giving us the privilege to approach your throne once again. You've been so good to us. And when we reflect on how our forefathers, what they have to do to even approach your tabernacle, not to get into the throne room, things that they have to go through before they can even get closer. But look at us. Who are we that you have given us that access because of your divine blood? All we need to say is call the name Jesus. And then our access to you, to your throne room, will be granted. We thank you. We're not taking it lightly. As much as we rush into the throne room, Father God, this morning we wanted to just praise you. We wanted to thank you for continuing to have your arms around us, even though we do not do what you've always asked us to do. We thank you for being so faithful and for being so loving. Thank you for hearing our prayers. Thank you for giving us one more chance in this community. Yes, we are saying yes, we will go out to search for the souls that are lost in the community, souls that you have already purchased. Yes, we will go out there, but we know that it is not by our might or by our power, but it is by your Holy Spirit. So thank you for giving all of us another chance to reach out to the community and to do what you have called all of us to do as we sing the growth of our church, Father God. May you give us the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of wisdom and of revelation in the knowledge of you. There is no any other God that we need to worship, nothing else apart from you in this community. We trust in you, God. So as you are working with us, may the eyes of our heart be enlightened to know what is the hope of which you have called us. What are we supposed to do? We'll all lay our heart to you this morning, all of us that are on this call. And we are saying that those that you have gifted, Father God, stay all of us up so that we can use our spiritual gifts to serve each and every other that have encountered with us. May we take the Great Commission seriously. For you said we should go out and make disciples of all nations. And so may we take it seriously this time in the name of Jesus. Father God, we want to pray for all our elders. For we know that there are great mantles that you have put on them. You have anointed them. Acts 14.23, as Paul, Paul and Barnabas appointed elders for them in each church, and with prayer and fasting, they committed them to the Lord in whom they had put their trust. First Timothy 5.17 says, the elders who direct the affairs of the church well are worthy of double honor, especially those who work in preaching and teaching. And so, Father God, this morning we are coming to each and every elder and you destiny into the throne, Father God. 
may they be shepherd of God's flock that is under their care, watching over them, not because of what they want to do, but because they are willing. Father God, we are saying, refresh all of them again. Refresh them, and we are saying, new members approaching, refresh all our elders again. May they be example of the flock, Father God. May our elders be blameless, faithful, and obedient. May they be obedient to our bishop in the mighty name of Jesus. Not overbearing, not quick-tempered, not violent, but may they be hospitable. May new members that are coming see you through them in the name of Jesus. James 5.14 says, ask. He was asking us if any among us is sick to call on to our elders. Father God, as people are approaching our elders, if they have any spirit of infirmity, may that be reversed in the mighty name of Jesus. We are going to pull onto all the spiritual gifts that you've already endowed in them. As they've been anointed, may that flows all the way to the hem of the garment. As people reach out to them, may healing come forth as they put their hands on the sick in the name of Jesus. First Timothy 4.14 says that do not neglect your gifts which was given you to the prophecy when the body of elders laid their hands on you. So Father God, this morning we are saying may all of our elders prophesy. May they prophesy with accuracy in the mighty name of Jesus. May they remain vigilant in the spiritual realm as they see as they obtain the wisdom from you, may they remain vigilant that no one will come through our building and go with the same burden. May every burden that they bring into that room, if there's even any single one person elder, may that anoint flow through and reach out to each and every member. We thank you so much for loving us. We, the congregation, we have confidence that as we have prayed, this gift will, be start, will start to stir up starting from now. And we will submit to our elders. We will submit to the authority because they will keep watching over us. We pray for the work. We pray that as they work, they enjoy what they're doing so it's not going to become a chore or a burden over them. And as they refresh themselves, they will be in the right position to support our leader, to support Bishop, to keep holding his arms so that we can move forward to the reason why you have called us in Contra Costa County and Alameda County. Thank you for giving us this privilege one more time. In the mighty name of Jesus, we have prayed. Amen. 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 And according to your word, Father, in Mark eleven twenty four, what things soever ye desire when ye pray, believe, and ye receive them, 
and you shall have them. So we know that everything that we've prayed, everything that we've petitioned you for, Father, has been granted. We say it is so. We want to quickly swing back to you, Sister Janice. Do you have anything else that you'd like to share with us this morning? Yes, really quick. Ephesians 4 and 16, it says, For his body has been formed in his image and is closely joined together and constantly connected as one. And every member has been given divine gifts to contribute to the growth of all. And as these gifts operate effectively throughout the whole body, we are built up and made perfect in love. And I feel the Holy Spirit pleading with us to not give up the fight, not to give in, to hold on, hold fast to love, and hold fast to faith, and hold fast to trust in our God who's able to do. He is the able God who's who can do anything but fail. And I feel the Holy Spirit pleading, keep fighting for those who are lost, for those who he is wooing to himself. Keep holding fast. He's soon to come. And his greatest desire is that none would fail, is that none would be lost, and that we would do all that he commissioned us to do and setting us on the right track to build. God bless. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We have a couple of announcements before we conclude the call this morning. Please remember to send in your prayer requests. Send them into www.newdestiny.online. From the homepage, click Connect. Then under Ministries, Click prayer, scroll down, and enter your prayer request. We will pray without ceasing. We've been called to pray, and we will obey Father God. Corporate prayer will be held this Saturday at the Oakland campus. At the Oakland campus this Saturday at 7 a.m. You don't want to miss it. Please come join us in person if you can. Amen. Come together in unity in person, where God commands the blessing. Okay. Well, on behalf of Bishop Smith, Pastor Adrian, Sister Janice, Minister Helena, Sister Kemma, and our entire New Destiny family, we just want to say thank you again. Thank you for joining the call this morning. Please invite others to join 5 a.m. on Wednesday and Thursday mornings. Let's go before Father God. Once more, before we close out our call, Father, we just thank you. Thank you for the word this morning. You're building us up, dear God. May we, Father, be at that appointed place at the appointed time for the appointment that you have ordained. You have ordained, Father. And I pray that you bless every one of your intercessors, God, that they are, dear God, at that appointment, that divine appointment, because they have been appointed by you, God, to fulfill your purpose in 
the earth through them, the earthen vessels. Father, I pray that you bless them, that they hear you clearly, where to go, what to do. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Speak through their vocal cords, Father, as they yield to you, Holy Spirit. And I I pray, Father, that you grant that we all be as one, one, one in you, Father. As Jesus said, I and the Father are one. I pray, Father, that we are one in you. Jointly knitted together, one body. And I thank you, Father, that you bless your intercessors again. Bless your watchmen on the wall, Father. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Sister Kenna, please open the line. 